0: folks, one of the Redneck Country podcast. You are on with Real Redneck Todd Millard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill. Tom, Bill, you there?
1: Good evening, everybody. Happy podcast night.
0: Happy podcast night. And of course, just walked over fresh from his house, the outside, It's <laughs> <is> my dad, <laughs> patriarch of Redneck Country, Real Redneck Don Millard, dad. Is your mic on? It's on. I'm sitting right here in the studio again.
2: Oh, man, he's loud. What, he is. In what a face. privilege to be <laughs> laughed at yeah. and picked on right in the same office. You guys
1: <laughs> got this whole thing figured out now, and I'm, I'm sitting over here enjoying the. Uh, the comedy that it creates. <laughs> yeah.
0: The, I get the frustration. You get to laugh at my frustration and dad there's just nothing. grins like he's oblivious to anything. It's there's just there's nothing wrong.
1: with
0: that. <laughs> them, so. Oh, good grief. Well, what'd you get up to this week, Bill? I went fishing. Oh, you jerk. I'm muting you right now. Cause I don't even want to hear about it. Actually, I'm kidding. I do because
1: <laughs> there was, there was no fish involved.
0: <laughs> so. Wait, wait. You are the almost guy. I am the almost guy. <laughs> you almost well, went fishing.
1: <laughs> it was a different kind of fishing. And I'll get into a, a little bit of a story of. Uh,
0: <laughs> wait a minute. Wait so- a minute. Can this be told on the air? What do you mean a different kind of fishing? Is this some kind? Do I need the Urban Dictionary? fishing do i no, want to
1: <laughs> no. I, I think we're clean clean enough that we can have a good story here and not offend too many people
0: <laughs> i to <was gonna laughs> so, say it was that was shock value right there folks if you know bill yeah. we we ain't going anywhere near that that combo <laughs> <It's>... no
1: <laughs> but so we uh, you saw i, I sent you a picture tonight and we got a uh, full bush cord of wood for for the winter We've got a local guy that we we go to every year, and he's outstanding. But my hunting shed, which was originally designed to be a wood shed, that I kind of have a little bit of wood in and a lot of hunt stuff in, (laughs) needed to get uh, get, uh, ready for the receipt of some new wood. So my son, who's uh, uh, taking up golf and doesn't have a job, so we get him to do some odd jobs and help his (laughs) mom out around.
0: How old is he? He's 15.
1: No, he's 14. Uh, he's fourteen now. 14. fourteen. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's um yeah, he's he's anxious to uh he's anxious to get himself uh on the golf course and, and, and I have uh lots of jobs to do around the house, cut the grass and this this particular day last week, I don't remember what day it was, we had to get the wood out of the hunting shed to prepare for for the new stuff coming in. So long story short, we uh I get a phone call and said, Dad, um do you have a, a mouse trap? in the hunting shed that you may have caught a mouse in that you never got <laughs> and i'm like not that i can remember i got in my garden shed i got i had mice and I, i've sort of cleaned them all out now and i've set the traps and that's where i knew that they were so you know no son i don't have any uh, uh most mice traps in there and he says okay well it's kind of a strong smell in here so i thought oh okay well so candace i, I talked to her a little bit and i said i can't smell anything because i'm at work so it's okay <laughs> it, doesn't yeah,
0: it doesn't smell, doesn't bad smell that bad that it's, it ain't it ain't wafting two hours away so we're not <laughs> no, that, that we're not that bad it's, it's got okay. some it's got some years yet <laughs> yeah it's good so,
1: so they, they emptied my shed out i said hey you're probably going to have to get behind uh these hunting bins take them out and Take the Goose quiz. Okay. Well so I know off. you
0: a little bit. Was this bugging you some that they are now emptying out your organized hunting shed?
1: We'll get there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, because so, I would welcome my wife and kids cleaning out my crap. By all means, go to town. <laughs> the
1: answer to that question is yes. It, 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 it was bothering me for a couple of reasons. One, for the organization side. Two, because I know I don't have any anything in there, but they can smell something. So they, they leave the are open for a little bit and starts to starts to rain. So they close the door and then I come home. So I come home and the first thing I do is open that door and Holy smokes. If you've ever smelled a dead groundhog or a, a roadkill of some kind that was in the heat, that's the smell that's coming out of my hunt
0: It was ready for eating.
1: <laughs> oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. And they had cleaned everything out and they couldn't find them So, I get on my hands and knees uh, uh, underneath uh, the deck of the the hunting shed. It's not great level to the ground. And I get underneath of the flashlight and I can see something furry. (laughs) Underneath the hunting shed. (laughs) And and now I've got very little idea what this thing is, but I know it's a dead something that's underneath my hunting shed. And it's low enough to the ground that I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to get this sucker out of, uh, of underneath these floorboards. Because the floorboards, I can't take them up because they the way I built them changes. You just can't do it. <laughs> but the other side of it is, I don't know how I'm going to get this thing out. So I went fishing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so so you actually did catch something this time though. I I did yeah yeah and uh, <laughs> so I get I have a a tree
1: trimmer that I use for when I go out deer hunting and stuff. It's a pole saw with a, a pruner clip on it made by. Fisker uh, or some, I think it's Fisker, it's orange and white. And and so I I had a, a hook that I, I used to screw into the, the, the walls that you can hang stuff on. So I, I duct taped that to the end of the, the pole because I couldn't get the pole underneath. And then I extended the pole as long as I could. And and I had Candace on top of the, the floorboards with a flashlight underneath saying, oh, you're close. Oh, okay. Not, yeah, I don't know what it is, but you caught it. <laughs> so you now I got the pole saw in there with the hook on, and I'm starting to pull this thing out. I got some resistance, and here it comes out. And it took me two or three tries because it would <laughs> come on and fall off, and then they get hooked and fall off. And, and by the time I got it out, know, this dead squirrel that I have no clue why out of all the possible places it could go to to die or how it got. Hurt and underneath my shed, but the rancid smell that came out of there, it took three days of open doors and and ventilation to get the smell out from
0: underneath that garden shed. Okay, so that's awesome, but I can tell (laughs) you that if you just left it for like another month, not not that I'm speaking from experience, but if you left (laughs) it for like another month, it wouldn't smell anymore. Or you get used to it.
1: Yeah, well, my wife says the best part, <laughs> and this is why I love my wife so much. She says the best part about that is you got instant cover scent in your hunting shed now. Yeah, that's her too. Is. Yeah, she says all your hunting clothes now smell like if you're hunting coyotes, <laughs> you're
0: good to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> turkey vultures. So, but to get back on uh, uh, the organization thing, when I when I came home. I opened the door and, and after the, the smell wafted over me, my eyes stopped watering. I looked in and they tried, <laughs> they tried to put things back. And I was going to leave it, but I couldn't
0: see. And that's what bugs me. All my stuff never gets organized properly. Like it drives me absolutely insane. Yeah, sure. It does. Dad can back me up on this. <laughs> huh. Huh? I'm, I'm, Am I'm I sure right? You've got everything oh. in
1: bins and labeled, and and, and everything is. There's bins with labels.
0: In. Absolutely, there's bins with labels. The
2: morning of, we're sitting in the car watching him throwing stuff all over the garage because he can't <laughs> find a pair of pants or a hat <laughs> or a vest. Like he has no
0: clue. We looked for his wallet for three weeks. Oh, that's just normal. That's that's a wallet. You don't need that anymore. What's the point no. of having a wallet? Give me a break.
1: That's unbelievable. I'm, I'm I'm shocked that you're able to, to, you know, to get out to the bush and, and harvest animals if you're.
0: But that's, that's why I'm focused. Oh yeah.
1: I'm focused. <laughs> you got all this time to, to prepare and you wait till the morning of to get your stuff ready.
2: Oh, <laughs> unbelievable, Bill.
0: <laughs> OK, enough about that. All right. Hey, Todd, uh, <laughs> all right. Hey, Todd, what'd you do this week? All right. Hey, Todd, what'd you do this week? So I didn't, it's not a hunting related activity, but it is kind of redneck, some people would say. So we are going on a, a, a chartered fishing trip. And so it's going to cost a little bit of cash. And so I was able to pay for that without actually having to pay for that. Come so on, we go for, done? well, we go for a bike ride. Uh, most nights uh, that my family and mom and dad's again, they're, you know, some blocks away, but we, we make the trek there. We stop in, we visit until we're frustrated and then we'll hop back on our bikes and, and head back home. And so on, in between there is a house, the guy on our way home had thrown all this stuff out on his boulevard in, in the garbage. And so naturally you're riding your bike. It's not even like you're driving a car, but normally you would stop because there was some good stuff. But I'm on a bike. It's easy to stop now. So as I pull up to this, my family's like, oh, come on. We got to get going. And there is this. It wasn't brand new, but it was a tailor-made burner Two ladies golf club. And I'm like, the guy's throwing this out. Like, what the heck? So I grabbed it, took it home. I put it up for sale. I just got 70 bucks for it. So I'm I'm good to go. So <laughs> now and then I hopped in the vehicle and took my my oldest back with me because Heck man, there was some twenty-two inch chrome rims off of Silverado sitting there. <laughs> so we loaded those up. I'm gonna polish them up. I'm gonna sell them and go on a couple more fishing trips. now, now you're
1: so, gonna have money for uh, for goose shells and uh you know
0: organizational I, supplies. Yeah, organization, that's, that's, that's <laughs> God, I thought you said goose shells. You meant goose shelves. <laughs> anyway, I can't believe it. So yeah. that's unbelievable. Uh, that's so well, you've got
1: your entire fishing trip paid for. I'm good.
0: I'm good. and, and then some. Right. And then there, there was other stuff. I mean, Megan all of a sudden is grabbing a blender and some, which was brand new. I mean, it wasn't even used and this is COVID times. So I am very cautious of it, but we had the Lysol wipes and like the stuff looked brand new. So it was kind of good. It was, we were good to go. Yeah.
1: That's that's pretty impressive.
0: I was, I was actually pretty pumped and then everybody's making fun of me. I'm riding home on my bike with this golf club across my handlebars. and like, really, really? Somebody's garbage. Like, really? I'm like, you guys just don't know. And somebody sure enough,
1: else's trash and you, is your treasures.
0: You got her. So pretty good. I
1: mean, how long did it take you to sell?
0: Oh, uh, I put it on. I don't know. It's probably been on Facebook Marketplace for a week. I've had some offers of 50 bucks and being green. I'm like, nope. Okay, let this go for it. I know it was on <laughs> It was on websites used in, in like US dollars, $125. And this one's in way better shape than that. I figured I was doing somebody a service selling it at $100. So I got an offer of $70. Okay, done deal.
1: So you had to do nothing besides pick it up suffer the the ridicule from your family and ridicule my
0: from my family and i had to bring it a block and a half on my bicycle yeah, and then tough, and pretty. then a lysol wipe to, to clean it off which Perfect. hey those are getting pretty valuable so i mean <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so, so yeah pretty, pretty much yeah other than that i can't say i got a whole lot to share this week dad What's that? You got anything to share this week? We just woke well, him up. Yeah, he yeah, he just literally lifted head up. up. <laughs> I, got,
2: uh, <laughs> I got one thing I want to share. Like I've been just doing arm exercises mostly. Opportunity to shoot three times a week, and I can't shoot. But I've been going with these guys. But I've been going with my buddy Bill. And even uh, Todd's been working, and he hasn't been with us every time. But my buddy Bill is struggling. His best score, I think, is 17 or something out of 25. And he really wants to get breaking in the high 20s. And then uh, pick up those targets. So I said, "Well, I got, I can't shoot. I'm going to sit and analyze what the, what the heck's happening here for you. See if I can give you a hand." So, uh, today we went today, and uh, so we went early to the gun club, and and before a lot of guys get there to practice, and they were ready to rock. So Bill went out and shot around and he shot a 17, and. So I was counting targets from the stations, and I discovered that when he got to station four and station five, he only hit one out of five on each of those stations. The other three stations, he hit five out of five. So I said to him, what's your hardest stations, four and five? He says, oh, they're my nemesis, right on targets I'm having an awful time with. I said, okay, then in a lull, go out there and just shoot four and five. Shoot, shoot, thirteen from one and twelve from the other, and then we'll go out and see what you're doing. So we go out there, and, and uh, so a little bit into the round, I said, "Okay, pull, hold the gun out a little wider. We'll work on your hold and your height. Get the gun a little higher." But if you get a head start on those right angles that you're dropping, the trade-off is you might have trouble coming back for the straights and the quarters. So you gotta, you gotta have that fine line because it's a harder swing for the rights. And then you got to control the swing coming back for those if you're out past the right-hand side of the trap house. So he started doing that and he got every one of the left, the straights and the and the quarter angles left. And I said, okay, you're smoking them. You haven't lost anything. So and he, he improved his score a bit. Uh, I think he shot another 17 from his hardest. No, a 19. I seventeen. Seventeen from, from, from his four, hardest from two just stations. Four and, five. and all he did four was shoot ten. four and five. So he shot a 17. From four and five, so I said, "Well, you're definitely improved. Let's do it again." So he went out there and did it again, and uh, he shot a 19. So he was only missed three out of 13 on four and three out of th- out of uh, 12 on five. So that's better than four out of five. So he's really pumped. So now he says, all I got to do is remember when I get to those stations on where to hold on those stations and how to go for them. I said, yeah, and you don't have any trouble coming back for the others. So he's really pumped. So he's hoping now he's going to start breaking into 20s and eventually get his first 25. So that was kind of a highlight for me. We come home, kind of celebrating, had a coffee and talked about it. And he was a pretty happy guy. So,
1: yeah,
2: so that was fun.
1: When you start to break those scores and start to get the confidence in the, the stations it- Really makes a difference in 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 how you approach uh, approach trap shooting. So,
2: yeah, sure does.
1: And you're still sore. You you can't uh, you can't swing a gun.
2: No, I can't. Can't get it up. That's the problem. I got no strength to get it and hold it there. And if I can't shoot it once, I certainly can't shoot it twenty five times. And I certainly can't go in a competition to shoot a hundred. So, I'm so still, what's that
1: going to do for uh, for opening day And You're hoping they come straight on or what?
2: Well, the
0: problem is, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh-huh. Because we need somebody like, to brush that's, in the blinds.
1: That's,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, really, that doesn't matter, Bill. That, that part of it doesn't matter. Why'd you even bring it up? <laughs> I, I might become the cameraman, but... I
2: know they're going to want me
0: to go because they're going to want my If he limit. becomes a cameraman, all you're going to be like, pull the camera. Why, why is he filming? There's nothing. Oh, they're already dead on the ground. Filming <laughs> <It's, laughs> so the pickup. I like it. By the time he gets up out of that
2: seat. Well, it's less than two weeks away. And I keep telling him at physiotherapy, okay, you got to work a little harder. You got to do some more things. You got to get me lifting my gun. And, and they said, "Well, we don't know if we're going to make goose season." I said, "Well, you definitely got to make the interclub season, which is in November." <laughs> no, so I don't know. We're, he's coming hunting regardless. We we're need still his limit. debating whether. <laughs> <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're still debating whether I'm I'm going to have surgery or not. We don't know. I, they got to do more tests. But he's but, just going to be
1: upset. When we start knocking birds down, and he's, he's not. Uh, I'll, I'll see the true picture of what happens when we start
0: knocking birds down. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that. Are you going to be able to brush a blind in? Because now I'm going to get concerned. Yeah, I might can, have to call your doctor. I still do the work. Don't worry. And you still got my limit. <laughs> I just don't know what I'm going to do
2: for a gun yet. I, I Right now, I can't lift it. I don't have the strength to hold it up there. If
0: we get you a little 410.
2: At least you can pull the trigger. I mean, it ain't going to do much, yeah. but you
0: can pull the trigger. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, who knows? That's that's you know, <laughs> ten days away or more. So
0: it'll be here. They come, take them, uh, and then you'll hear. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice the time frame I gave in yeah, there? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot. Of there was, that was him getting up. What I what you I didn't put in there was. The, uh, 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So the other question I have, which is, it's a good
1: one, is did you get your hearing aids figured out so that Todd, you can hear Todd? <laughs>
0: did you? Well, yeah. The only gonna, man on the planet that okay. can't hear Todd. <laughs> I'm waiting.
2: I've had the impressions in my ears. I'm waiting for them to call me and tell me my new hearing aids are ready, and they guarantee me that the Rogers pen, that's like the microphone, will be compatible with these new hearing aids so that I can hang around Todd's neck. And I'm, yeah. with my
0: goose call. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: <laughs> so I'm just waiting for them to come in. But right now I am suffering because these are sad pair of hearing aids. They're falling apart on me and only half working. But
0: can I hopefully. say, the first time I lose that stupid pen in the field, you know he's going to get mad at me.
2: Are you kidding me? You ain't coming back from the field till you come back with it.
0: That (laughs) pen alone is $1,000. I'll just start, like, yelling and barking, and you can tell me when I'm (laughs) hot and cold. It'll be a game. It'd be fun. There you go. That'll
1: work.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
2: don't laugh. We found his radios that way because he's always losing stuff.
0: (laughs) If I recall, we found your radio once that way. That was Bob had that radio. Uh, Three days later, Scotty's sitting on a side hill and he can hear. (laughs) 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 He's like, what the heck is that? (laughs) He goes walking over. There's one of our radios just sitting miscellaneous on the side hill in black powder week. Oh, yeah. Bob lost that three days ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's the truth. Oh, and no stand or nothing. There just happened to be sitting near it. Good grief. Anyway,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I've got the same type of thing with my dad too. He's got a a thirty odd six clip that, that's out in the field somewhere that he swears he knows where exactly where he put it down, and, and that's that was ten years ago. And <laughs> we still haven't found it. So. <clears throat> seat cushions he'll he'll put a seat cushion down, and get up and go away and get back to camp and say, "Oh, I forgot I left that." Free, you know. <laughs>
0: where he was sitting or something hey <laughs> that I, happened the I other went, night at the gun club we were out there shooting and we get dad's good dad literally bill this is what happens have you got everything because you got a long walk from the picnic tables where everything is back to the vehicles have you got everything yep did you grab your shell bag yep did you get your pouch did you put it in your bag yep Uh do you, are you sure yep get all the way back to the truck he goes to get in oh forgot my chair <laughs> it geez. wasn't on the list uh, yeah
2: last thursday bill at wimpy's i went to the car show at wimpy's and i was really excited because I, I think i told you about this tea bucket from london walked home in. forgot his yeah. car and nice. we we parked next to one another and i was got into quite a conversation with him and looking over his car and so it's time to go. So I thought, okay, we're going to leave at the same time, drive down Talbot together. That's going to be really cool. I pulled in the laneway, went to get my chair. Whoops, left it up on Wimpy's. Had to drive back and get it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Yep.
1: <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's funny. So uh, anyway, got a list for Sunday for uh, for the weekend, for the fishing trip. A list. Sand- sandwiches, drinks, uh, just checking to make sure by the time we get to the boat launch, there's no time to be able to say, Ooh, I forgot and have to turn around and go home and get
0: it for real. <laughs> but there's stores nearby, right? Like it's not <laughs> yeah. till four in the afternoon or something. So if as long as we leave, like with a half an hour to spare, I can run to a Walmart. You to. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. You will see Todd in action now. As long
0: as I remember my mask, you will see <laughs> Todd
2: in action. He will not have a list. You count the times he says, oh shoot, I was going to put this in. I was going to put this in. And you know what the worst <laughs> one's going to be? Oh, dad, have you got any money? I left that seventy bucks I
0: got at home. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep. Okay. I blame people like you for this bill because Me? yes, because my wife is the same. I mean, we're, we're going this Friday. We're going to, where are we going Friday? I don't remember. Point Peely point. We're going to point Peely on Friday for the family, family trip. And I guarantee you right now, she's got a list. She's making a list. She's checking it twice. And she will make sure so she makes the stuff. She makes sure that if we need a bathing suit, she will pack my bathing suit. So I have become reliant on that because I am the provider for the family. So therefore, I have to focus my brain power on that important stuff. Therefore, she picks up the slack with the lists and the organizations and stuff like that. So it's not my fault. It's a it's I'm a product of my environment and it's been conditioned into me so if i go now away from my wife and hang out with like that they need to learn they gotta pick up that slack it's just i'm a product of my environment it's not my fault
1: you probably could get a prescription for that because it's
0: probably a condition somewhere (laughs) it's probably now it's a disability i could probably park closer at walmart and i'm gonna (laughs) tell you bill
2: jen will look at me She will look at me with the most exasperated look on her face, like helpless, like help me. And I'm sorry. And I've told her this a dozen times. Jen, I warned you. I warned you several days before the wedding. Run like the wind he's going to be yours. And don't give me those looks. And so now she just looks at me and I say, I
0: warned you. She says, I know, hangs her head and walks away. I told her several times, run like the wind. (laughs) Dad is the minister that married me and Jen. So I'm giving a little more insight into this, but anyway, so dad is the minister that married me and Jen. And so it is by kind of provincial law to an extent, but the church law, you, you, you have to go through some kind of marital counseling and sign off that you've done this right so it's just and it really it's not like therapy it's just like to make it aware for for newlyweds to go like questions like okay it's it's thursday night it's midnight you're both exasperated from working all day the kids wouldn't go to sleep they finally went to sleep you get in bed you lay down and (gasps) it's garbage day tomorrow morning who gets up to put out the garbage now And it just, and there's no, well, there's no right or wrong answer. Right. But when you're doing these things. Well, there's a right answer to me.
2: So neither one of them answer. Jen looks at me (laughs) and I said, Jen, run like the wind.
0: (laughs) Well, wait, you're ruining my my thing. Right. So, so, (laughs) so we're both ministers. We've both been through the gambit. and, And I will say that you can tell when you're doing this. Um, you, now you realize a lot of, a lot of folks, you could just blast through these questions. They've already discussed and in today's world. A lot of people live together anyway. Right. But uh, ahead of time, but you can kind of go, but there's the odd one that, you know, the husband, the the man to be married to is like, Oh, I wouldn't let my dear wife do it. I would get up and I would make sure that it's done it. And like, you're going, uh-huh. This is going to last three yeah. months. Right. So now, <laughs> now you've got a lot more questions to ask and there is no right or wrong. It's just bringing up the thought process so that they talk about it. So, me and Jen had to sit down with dad to do this. It literally was this long. Jen run. That was our, and that was it. <laughs> Signed off. that was all he gave us. We did not go through all of the, and I know I, I am one. I do these. I know what they're supposed to be. Nope. That was it. He said, and once you're done, I'm locking the doors and we're not letting him back in. Just letting you know, you do this. You're on your own. It's done. <laughs> the Keep day after,
2: the day after he would, was married and gone. I repainted the room and that was mine. We
0: came home from our honeymoon and in my house was boxes and boxes and boxes of my stuff. It was nice. I didn't have to move, but it was already gone. Like it was just, yeah, it was like I was dead to them. (sighs) Payback now that they're getting older. I remember. I don't forget. Yeah. Anyway, we've <laughs> talked enough about, about nonsense. Let's get on with the Redneck <laughs> Country podcast. <laughs> okay, <man. laughs> All right, we're, yeah, too much insight. It's way too much insight. So where are we going tonight? Goose hunting. We got That's goose coming hunting. coming up. Awesome. Yeah, 10 days, isn't it? Yep, well, yep. We've already, done, so. we've already done a couple on decoy spreads. I think tonight we go at Bill... The world wants to know, and maybe they don't want to know once I announce the title of you, but what does the almost guy use in the field? I want to know your gun. I want to know your loads. I want to know what you do for decoys because we've done us. And so now it's it's your turn. It's your go. Yeah, well, that's
1: going to be a short conversation. We're going to do our best uh, to give you some insight there. No, awesome. What's your gun? So I, I shoot a Remington 870. Awesome. Uh, I got
0: I got three I think two two or three anyway. I got enough parts uh, to probably build three.
1: <laughs> well, it's a, one of those old the, the older guns that uh, I, I borrowed off my dad many many years ago and just never gave it back.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah,
1: it happened to end up in my gun locker uh, when I lived in Welland in two houses ago when I first started getting into duck hunting and and stuff and I didn't have a shotgun at that point in time that was anything more than a single shot that I, I was shooting at the, the gun club, not hitting anything with, but that's a story for another day. But my dad, he, we went to Sportsman show one year and we bought, uh, he bought a Remington 870 Express uh, with um, a deer barrel combo. Oh,
0: yeah. Yep. Yep. The 24 inch rifled slug barrel and the, or uh, no, smooth no bore. rifle, smooth the, bore.
1: The, the, no rifle. I, I shoot a, a Berninke two and three quarter inch Berninke rifled slug in that for deer hunting when I didn't have rifles, but Anyway, so that that gun is what uh, what I shoot, and I've shot. It's been on many many trips in the layout boats and, and the, the field hunting, and
0: they make uh, really good oars, eh? That's what I hear.
1: Well, they, when you get stuck on the ice, you can push yourself <laughs> off with them when you break your paddle. So that's that's a, that's a duck hunting story for later in the winter time. I think when we talk about hunting in, in conditions that we probably shouldn't have been hunting in. But yes. <laughs> weather-wise, I mean. So, <laughs> but I'm sure we've all got stories about times where we look outside and say,
0: ah, okay, let's go. <laughs> Can't shoot them on the couch.
1: <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, Reviton 87 Express, uh, and, I, and I shoot. Uh, I've, I've shot all kinds of different loads to try to see what pattern's best, and, and I'll shoot twos, typically. Um, I'll put those in, in, in the gun or... I, my favorite load is tees uh, for front geese. So you do shoot tees. I do. Yeah. See, and
0: I made a joke about that one in our, our it, podcast <laughs> or whatever. But, and you shoot tees. I always said I wanted to try them because yeah, we, we used to shoot, fours when we first because that i mean dad came from the lead days so when he first started me hunting and then it was steel he's like yeah four that's what we use so we started hunting fours and then we switched to twos because we were getting a lot of we were still hitting them but we we're getting a lot of cripples so we went to twos and we're like wow that was better and then i'm like well wait a minute if twos did better give me some of them bbs so we started shooting bbs uh, through an improved cylinder choke and it started raining and less cripples and that was the go-to and i said why stop this succession? Why not try tees? And so I've just never tried them. They may be even better. I mean, I might be able to, able to reach out in and time. And I mean, we'll hit some geese out there that you're yeah. going. That's too far, and they're still dropping. But I wonder what tees would do.
1: They they really open thing that opened up the game. Because um, I, I was doing the same thing. I was shooting twos, and I have success. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'd put uh, BBs in for for the the third shell because they, they would probably be out there a little bit further by that point in time. I can get up quick, but you know, I'm not nearly as young as I used to be. So I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to be like your dad when I get up there.
0: Oh and, gosh. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So I, you just I'm going to bring, sympathize.
1: Uh, I, I'm gonna bring a variety. I'm going to probably put some BBs. Uh, you know what? Uh, in,
0: uh, you can be as slow as dad. You just bring that limit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no problem.
1: I'm coming for that. I'm coming for a good time. <laughs> so, oh
0: that's yeah, and we, uh,
1: I used to hunt uh when I worked in my first job as a co-op student um I met uh, I met a guy who worked there that was uh, in the Goose Hunt and and he had a, a bunch of fields in Fort Erie way and uh had a, had a boat had a dog we never we never hunted on the water um uh, with him but we the fields he had seemed to always produce birds <laughs> Sorry, uh, would always produced birds. And he, can, he had one of the, the weirdest blinds that I ever saw. It was a four by eight sheet of plywood cut out like a goose with a goose chair behind it with the uh, no major rhyme or reason to the decoys set up at all. And the way I look at it, things now from the way I talk to you and your dad and, and the experiences that, that you've had. And, and the the goose um uh, setups that i i've hunted over i don't know why we got geese but we did
0: <laughs> so
1: the, <laughs> because the, the,
0: goose hunting you can overthink it
1: <laughs> well and, and maybe we, we didn't overthink but i tell you what the work that we put in and to get the the decoys out there we didn't have a truck trailer it was slugging.
0: oh been for, there done
1: that yeah for for half a field worth of mud and you know it that to me, there was a lot of enjoyment out of the setup process because it's work and, and you earn the every feather that falls out of the sky uh, when, when you goose hunt without the, the, the luxury of the, you know, being able to drive on the field and having. I, the, the I, yeah,
0: of I've always said a lazy hunters, a, a bad hunter, but I, I, I do shy away when the farmer says. Well, I'd appreciate it if you didn't drive on my field. <laughs> you're going, oh, crap. But now yeah. we got the golf cart. We got the turkey chaser. So our, our our whole plan is, okay, we can't drive, but usually they'll let you have an ATV or something. So we got right. the golf cart. We'll we'll rip that sucker through the field with the decoys on the trailer. So, yeah, but, we, uh, but yeah, I know your pain, carrying decoys out, and you're going, man, they're landing out there 300 yards. What if we set up only like 50 yards from the road? Right. And we'll no. see. You. And, and no. you're not quite as <laughs> successful as you could have been.
1: That's right. You will get birds, but to have the success that you would when you're right on top of where they're landing. the yeah. Day before, it just it wasn't the same. But we'd always we'd always do well. Like right at last late, it was uh, like the, the the flock after flock, or the, the volleyziki's like coming in. And you know, I at that point in time, I, I was not a left-handed shooter. I hadn't figured out yet that I was supposed to be the left-handed shot. And and I'd, I'd make a few birds fall out of the sky and think I was doing okay, but. It wasn't until I hooked up with a another buddy of mine that we really started to get into knocking birds down and and he wasn't a, a big goose hunter but we had a, a few few good hunts where we, we we'd throw a a handful of decoys in the back of the, the pickup truck uh you know the, the shotguns and and stuff and, and go down and just ask farmers and and hunt the afternoon with no real plan for the day before and had no problem them.
0: and knock down
1: geese and knock down geese yeah what that, kind of decoys Well, we we had um, silhouettes. Uh, He had a bunch of silhouettes that he made out of I don't know quarter inch plywood, with uh, uh, painted up looking like geese with some sleepers and uh, uh, shell shell mixes into that. And um, how many? How many would you put out? Well, that's a great question. We we would as many as we could carry. Basically, that's how we would go. I'd have an armful. So probably. That's funny, man. I haven't thought about this in years, to be honest with you. But <clears throat> we'd have like again arm. I'd carry an armful of uh, shells with with, with uh, the heads in a bag on my back, and uh, he'd carry the silhouettes. So I probably have a dozen uh, a, a dozen shells, and then I have my gun on my back and my backpack and stuff. So I'm chucking that across the field, and he'd have the uh, the silhouettes, probably two dozen, maybe a dozen in each hand. And we would just set them out, and and lay in the field. And this is how this is how we would. And we would no, hunt.
0: but but you were successful. See, you're bringing back memories of ours when we used to hunt with the geese. Because with the shells, I mean, like now we're spoiled, right? We got a trailer. We got had yep. like a hundred and something eighty or something decoy. We're down to we we got well one hundred and forty six, I think, is what the final count was a full bodies now. Right. So that's some work to put them out, but I'm now I'm reminiscent in my own head when we just hunted with shells and we put them in decoy bags, but they were, you could have a lot yeah. for, for just like you try to carry, you know, three dozen full bodies in. Yeah. Across a cloud ever ever had had You're making trips and that's a lot of work, but you could carry three dozen shells because you could fit a dozen shells in a big decoy bag and the head yep. stick right inside the shell and one guy carries one bag one guy carries the other bag you got three guys and, and away you go and you're making yeah, and one trip you put them together they're out there and and you're right you know what that was simpler times
1: it was simple and it was fun and, and it, it was effective we didn't we didn't limit out or nothing on, on those days we didn't limit out but you maybe take take two three geese home and and you know it had one flock come over and that was your success
0: and you were happy and with that
1: and happy, yeah. super yeah. happy. We'd come home and it, sometimes we would do it even on the way home from a, a bluebill hunt on, on, on Lake Erie where we were on layout boats. We limited out early and we still wanted to to get some hunting done and we would just go to a field that we maybe saw geese either flying over or through and say, hey, I know that they were on the lake because we just came from the lake and we're going to sit in this field and and, and hunt uh, out of if we can get permission, and if we didn't get permission, we just went for breakfast and had a good time, you know, we're sitting around the breakfast table. But <laughs> you know, yep, what do yep, you got to right lose on. when you throw a few decoys in the back of the pickup truck and, and maybe get the opportunity? So, but now, now it's it's a little bit different. I, I've I've had some su- success at home. I think I told the story about the uh, <laughs> the li- limited success I've had here. But I've got um, uh, two dozen shells and. Uh, uh, Maybe it's three dozen now. I'm not sure what I've got, but I've got enough that I'm gonna I'm gonna set up a little decoy spread on the back of the the, the property here, and they're still flying around I was gonna ask, are right they now. still
0: dropping in the field right off your back deck? No,
1: they're not. And they said you know, the funny thing is, I I've, I have not seen geese in this field, but I do have permission for the field right behind it. And at night, I can I was standing up my my deck just watching. The world go by, and I can hear the geese getting up off the ground, and they're low enough coming across the field. I know they're close.
0: So yeah. So
1: I, I have not uh, spent the time to go out and do the scouting yet for this year, but we're gonna see if we can uh, maybe get out for opening morning or something, just for a couple hours, and, and uh, make make some something happen. So. Right on. Uh, yeah, we'll take a look. I took a break from uh, duck and geese for for uh, I don't know. Eight years now, I haven't I haven't hunted ducks or geese, but um, it's time to start to get back into it. The kids are getting up time. to an age right now that they can help.
0: Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the big now, thing. Yeah, yeah, no,
1: and, and now I've uh, met you guys. I can, you know, hopefully join you guys for a few few hunts this year. Always welcome there for that. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm anxious. I'm anxious. So yeah, Absolutely. there. There's a little bit about my a few right certain on. Uh, times. We're yeah, you guys. Time, time, to get some stories and hear about hear about some of your your good hunts. Well,
0: and- now that you bring all that up, because I was reminiscing, but we could talk about because Dad, it was just me and Dad the first time that we got layout blinds. So, I'll, I'll I'll prelude it with a quick story of one of our hunts where we had permission in a field and we had uh, some other gentlemen that we know local that also said they got permission and so instead of going back and forth uh, well we got permission first and and bugging the farmer because that's always a no-no right because then the farmer's like you know what nobody's hunting because it's just too much work it It was just kind of yeah it was just all right let's let's join together and do it and so at that time we were hunting out of goose shells like the chairs the big yeah yeah those two which i think i want to go back to i said this i want to try them again because now the geese i think are getting used to everybody's got layout blinds now So now I want to get back to and go back to the shell chairs to see if, you know, maybe that's just a little bit more of a, of, of a niche thing that would, would bring in some, some wary birds would be a little less wary. So no, I got to find, I know Scotty's got one or two because a buddy of his gave him, gave him his. So I know Scotty's Uh, got a couple. So yeah, we sold ours, but. But yeah, I want to, I want to give it a go, but at this time we were, so they, this, these guys said, you know what, we've got all the gear, we've got the decoys and that, don't you guys worry about putting it, you guys just, just show up and we'll be ready to go. So we did, well, that morning there was five of us, me, dad, and three of them, and we put 50 down in what, dad? 40, hour, 45 yeah. minutes to With an hour. An hour yeah. We had 50, 50 down. Uh, there was our limit. Early season, 10 geese apiece in 45 minutes in the same field, Bill that the corn just came off of and we have nice. written soul permission in. So just, just a little, a little teaser, can't but, wait. but I yeah. So anyway, I, we got to get by and see if it's, if it's filling up. So anyway, we, we knocked 50 and it was like, Oh my gosh, they were coming in. Like, like we have the same decoy spread. The only difference is these guys got, got coffin blinds, layout blinds all brushed in and we're using goose chairs. So it's time to get some layout blinds. So and we went right out and got layout blinds. So then the next time that we actually used it, it was just me and dad again, but we got permission in my wife's cousins, one of their family's farms. And so that field was what dad, it was wheat. Yeah, It was weird. It, it was bizarre. Cause it was, it, I think it was cut wheat. But then there was rows of weeds and stuff, yeah. really, really tall
2: weeds. I don't know whether they they planted that way. It was like ribbons. It was probably about ten yards of wheat and then ten yards of these big tall weeds. And I don't know whether they planted this stuff on purpose to to cultivate back into the into the and field or the not. Build the soil up. It was strips of them, and there would be cut wheat and then a strip of these weeds. And then cut wheat and a strip of the weeds, and uh, they were coming in there. So we got permission, and and my wife and I made a road trip. We did a weekend. Once you say you're going to the state shopping with her, she's right. She's yeah, I'll go. <laughs> so it, so, doesn't, it doesn't uh, matter
0: what you're going for. <laughs> yeah,
2: so so uh, her and I went over, and and we bought these blinds on sale at Bass Pro. These redhead layout blinds, and so we bought them, brought them back. So it's Todd and I, just us two, and uh, so we set up so we knew the geese were
0: going in there yeah but when we got in in the morning we're looking and we're like how are we gonna hide because where they're landing it was cut wheat like there's nothing it's like stubble like right down to earth and we're going like we gotta go back here in the in the weeds but but then where are they gonna land because it was it was difficult it was a it was a tough go
2: so anyway i got this brainwave that okay we're gonna put the two blinds in the weeds But we're not going to set them on the weeds. We're going to pull the weeds out by the roots. So we yanked them out by the roots in the shape of these blinds, laid the blinds in there, and then put these root clumps of weeds. They stood up around us. Then we started putting out the decoys. Well, it was hard (laughs) to put that many decoys. Not to mention,
0: you're thinking, the geese aren't going to see these decoys. They're in four-foot weeds, right? But
2: (laughs) And you can only put them where the wheat was because... They were almost hidden if you put them in the weeds.
0: And you didn't want to move, put them out where they were going to land because so now you're sucking up landing area. I
2: said to Todd, well, okay, let's walk over this strip of wheat that's in front of us because our feet were at this strip of wheat. Let's walk across this strip of wheat and start pulling weeds out of here. So we cleaned out a whole area a of A landing weeds. area. Right? Yeah, we did. And then we took them back and just started throwing them in around us and, and in the weeds that were still standing behind us. And so that gave us a strip of wheat. Then where the weeds were pulled out, then another strip of wheat. And that's where we made gave our us a good thir- yeah
0: thirty thirty wide thirty yeah. yard yeah. wide landing area and we, right there. And yeah, then we're like, okay, we, that's we where they're going nice to in. nice pocket
2: right yeah. in front of us. Now it was early season, and we knew they were coming in in families, so we knew they'd be coming in in threes and sevens and sixes, and so we hoped that they wouldn't come all in at once. Well, that's the way they started to come in. They just started coming in in families. So the first lot, we could hear them coming, and they come over the trees and drop down lower the field. Low. And they were it? low coming across that field. They were so low, you had to sit up a little bit in your blinds You to had see to them bend coming. your <laughs>
0: neck to see them coming. They were that <laughs> yes. low, and you're like, are they still coming? Are they You'd, still coming? You yeah. can't, but you didn't want to move too so, much.
2: So anyway, they were low. So once they saw the decoys, they were coming. So I said to Todd, I can't crane anymore. You you tell me when they're here. You tell me when it's time to shoot. I'm just going to lay back and relax here. So, so he says, okay, and now you can hear them, and they're getting closer, and now they're so loud, like, they must be right on top of us. And then Todd starts to say, he says, are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Okay, get ready. I'm ready. Okay, here they come. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> get ready. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> and, and these geese are getting louder and louder and louder. I thought and they're, like, murr,
0: murr. Oh. they're okay. on you, <laughs> okay? Come on, like, call, get them. Well, like they kept I, coming. Look. I thought, I'm not gonna say get them yet. Like, they're yeah. and I'm like, okay, but just so, be ready because you don't know when they're. But the know, assumption is they're gonna flare. I, I mean, they, they are getting so close. Said, they're gonna be ready,
2: yes, <laughs> I'm, ready. Thinking, I'm waiting till no, they ready. flare. I'm, I'm waiting. Ready. Okay, they're coming. Get ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Next
0: thing you know, they're like, like on like, you. And
2: finally, <laughs> he says, "Get them." Okay, I flip open the blind or the you know the size of the blind. I sit up. I bring the gun up, and there's nothing in the air. And I'm
0: dropping them like like and flies, I, uh, baby. Well,
2: not yet because I thought there's nothing in the air. What what what's he? Where are they? And I'm and then I realized. They're on the tip of my toes. They're six inches off the ground. I'm (laughs) looking above them. I have to look above the weeds to see them come up over the weeds. They're right in my face. They were
0: fixing to land right on our feet. Like we were right on the edge of that wheat. They didn't know we were there. They were going to land literally a foot off the end of the blind. So So when you stood up, sat up, they were ground level, just about to touch down when I yelled, take them. So So it took a minute for them to flare up over the, four foot weeds
2: like five or six feet off the end of my feet i'm oh my gosh i had to wait for them to get up a
0: little bit <laughs> yeah. i said what and do you what did you wait for well, yeah, we i got, couldn't find them i
2: don't know where they were we got <laughs> yeah. three a piece three a piece just like that bam 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 and so i said why did you wait so long to call get them he said I wanted to see if they'd land on us. And he said, doggone it, they were gonna. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's they're, gonna say, they were doing the,
0: They were doing the wing flap where they were touching down. And then I thought, all right, might as well take them now. <laughs> well, instead <laughs> yeah. of
2: saying get ready, why, why didn't you say, they're on us, they're gonna land on us? Tell me something. I was
0: too, all I, all I could hear was. <laughs> <laughs> they were, like it was it was it was like opening day early season like he hadn't shot a goose in, and they were coming in or maybe it was like a week later but they they were it was it was something when you got them coming that close and that low you know when they're low they're yeah. they're done regardless i mean they could they could come across that field and not want to land but they're so low it's going to take them a minute to get up to that to the height they need to be to be safe they're going down so
1: yeah uh, so you knew flapping yeah. their wings backwards like that yeah. you got to a little bit of time to pull the trigger.
0: You're there. ready to rock. So I uh, yeah, I mean it was it was exciting, it was awesome. We cleaned up that day. Every flock
2: did the same thing whether it was 3 or whether it was 10. Every flock did the same thing. And I remember we had a couple flocks come in one right after the other and we did well. And so Todd says, "Okay, nothing's in the air right now. I'm going to go out and get these." So he's about 25-30 yards from the blind and he's he's picking them up and then I'll be darned if if Huh?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: A, a, a mm-hmm. small flock came over the woods we didn't see, and they were right down low. And there they were. And I said, "Todd, get down!" And he dropped on the ground in in that row of weeds over out of the way. And dog no, on it, they came right into me. And I I got up and got another three. And he's yelling at me. He says, "It always happens when I leave the blind." <laughs> That's all right. Just keep picking them up. Now will get these three here.
0: My nickname was <laughs> the dog. Yeah, yeah, but
2: but yeah, that was. And uh, we swore by them, by those blinds ever since. They oh, but awesome. i tell so, you
0: what, that's the magic field. You ever find that, man, you get permission and get in there. I bet you will never find it again where you got, it was so, so weird. Rows of weeds and rows of, rows of cut wheat. And then the problem was that you had no landing area because the row of cut wheat was only like, I, I don't know, 10 yards wide, if that. And so what row are they going to land in? How do you guarantee they're going to land where you want them to? Because if you put your decoys at the kid of see you. And the key was we didn't have to spend the time brushing in the blinds because we were dropping them in those weeds. We had to spend the time clearing out the weeds to make a landing area. But yeah, darn it, we did. we did it. Then
2: we put the decoys in the second strip of wheat in front of us, so that left the landing area right in front of yeah, us. Yeah, it was that good. Strip of wheat. It was good. Yeah, it was awesome.
0: So
1: I get a question: When you're cutting the lay uh, layout lines, what are you wearing for camo?
0: Everything. I still I still suit up because you're out there picking up geese. You're gonna get yeah. busted. So I still wear the like the corn stock. Usually corn stock camo. It just depends what the field is. If it's wheat, I, I got real tree hardwoods green, and it, yeah. it just like a, a wheat field. It's it's difficult to kind of match it at times because you don't really a field isn't a woods, right? So even if you're no. wearing That's- If it's a plowed field, I'll try to wear like a dark camo kind of thing. But I mean, in a blind, dad doesn't have to. Dad can just wear a suit because he doesn't get out of the blind. (laughs) But if he gets out to get geese, we're in trouble. Because by the time he gets out, goes to get a goose, you're going to have three flocks coming in. And he's standing out there going. However, Bill. Uh,
2: when you're looking out through the mesh, you're looking out through the mesh that's over your face. And yeah, nose I wear a mask. My hair and my beard is pure white. And so your glasses. I do wear a mask. And your glasses. And my so, yeah. glasses,
0: glasses. I'm sun. worrying about my glasses. I'm glass. always worried about facing the sun and him looking, his, moving his head around because he always wants to know where are they? Where are they? It doesn't matter where they are. You just sit there and wait till we yell, take them. When we yell, take them, then you can jump up and figure out where they are. And so I'm always, I'm always nervous. He's sitting in that blind and his head's on a swivel looking around and, and the sun's catching his glasses and throwing glints at the flock. That's always my worry.
1: All right. So I hear something here. I'm going to put my contacts in, so I don't get yelled at, dog. <laughs> that, that's
0: of <going> <laughs> I find I that to... if I have a lot of, if I take my pre-workout before we go, I'm less cranky. Don't worry, okay. Bill. It's a lot it's of like, caffeine. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> it, I don't
2: know. It's something, it's something to do with family. I'm the only one he sees doing anything
0: wrong, so you're safe. That's because Scott falls in line. Scott doesn't want to get yelled at. It's I. I manage by example. So if you're, if you're doing something wrong, I'm going to make an example out of you.
1: (laughs) There you go. I'm I'm for sure to get yelled at. Hey, what are you doing wearing that hardwoods camel? We're in a a cornfield there, fella. What's going
0: on here? Yeah, I do. I do wear a mask. I do. I will say that. I just, because that's the only thing I got moving around so much. Right. And it is mesh. If they could see through it, I I don't want to, I don't take the chance. I know some guys paint their face, but I'm not one for makeup. So, I wear. A I mask. do. I paint my. I paint my face when I do it. Huh? <laughs> no I comment.
1: But
0: the only reason why is
1: because I got glasses and the mask fogs up my glasses, and it's at the most inopportune time. I find sure. where I'm trying to breathe through that mask, <laughs> and and now I'm I gonna wipe my glasses off before I look through. The Whatever you gotta say
0: here. to justify putting makeup on in the morning, Bill, you can. I I don't judge, brother. You drink the tea, and you've come to t- come to terms with drinking tea. Come to yeah. terms with the makeup. You don't need to. Just say I do it. And we'll leave That's it at that. I wear a mask deer hunting.
1: <laughs> <sighs> it's not pink, just in case you're wondering. We we, we still use the woodsy colors
0: in my Who's, who's we? Who, who's we? What are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, some Uh, things we just don't want to know. See, we shared a lot about ourselves at the beginning of the podcast. Maybe, Bill, you want to take it home, sharing a little bit? I'm good. Thanks. I appreciate you providing that
1: opportunity. I've shared enough for today. I'm done sharing.
0: Oh, but yeah, but anyway, that was probably one of the better hunts. And I will That's tell awesome. you what, you ever find that field, that is the magic, the the secret sauce. I've never we've never duplicated. I mean, we get limits and we got stupid geese dropping in on us, but like textbook though, putting all the, the corn stalks around your blind in a cut corn field and making sure you're brushed in and all that stuff. But this one felt like you didn't have to do that much work, and they were it was there was no, no wariness at all. There wasn't one flock. That would second look at us. I mean, they were yeah. just in on us. It, it was absolutely phenomenal. And then the fact I'm like, "What did you take so long for?" Well, I couldn't what? find them. They were right. I was looking in the air. They were right there. <laughs> yeah. So
1: here's a question: What's your quickest limit?
0: Oh, four and a half minutes.
1: I I went
0: live on Facebook. I ain't kidding you, man. Me, dad, and Scott, 15 geese, four and a half minutes. You could not stop these stupid idiots from coming in. Same (laughs) field that I'm telling you what we got permission. Well, the same farmer, it's a whole concession he owns. And so we got permission on the whole concession. and, And it's such a huge concession that it's divided up. What dad, five, six different fields. Yeah. Uh, separated by some woods, but but mostly just crop separation, right? With a with an access road down between each type of field for the, for the implements to get down, and so that the the same field but over one one implementation f- road over from that, so that same concession, and it was it was a cut cornfield on the back of it was some beans that weren't off yet, and so we set up. Put our stuff in the field. They were coming in. Four and a half minutes. We had 15 down. While we're picking up the decoys, I went live on Facebook and I'm I'm pretty sure it was Redneck Country Facebook. You could probably go back a few years. It was like four years ago and find it if you go through the videos. But while we are picking up, they are landing around us. Like it was absolutely phenomenal. Like we're standing there picking them up and I'm like, look at they're landing, they're flying around us. Like they're they're making halos over our heads. As we're picking up the geese, and I'm I'm standing there live on Facebook doing 360s of flock after flock spinning over our heads. And but yeah, four and, you know and a half what, minutes. What's really neat is
2: when they go over and you can feel the wind of their wings, like they're only oh, two, just, three feet oh. over your head, and you feel the wind of the wings, and those wings are like whoosh, 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 and you can feel the wind of them. It is awesome.
0: Like on yeah. it was it's crazy. I couldn't. I never in my life. But yeah, four. I bet you it was four and a half minutes or four minutes. I, I say it in the video. I said absolutely this was it. the fastest. It was just it. The flocks were coming so fast. They were so stupid. It was so easy that they were coming in. You'd shoot them. They'd drop. Your shots didn't scare the next flock. The next wave coming in. They were just that far. That and they didn't hesitate. They drop in. Boom. Hammer them. The next flock drop in. Boom. Hammer them.
2: And next thing you know, we're done. Yeah, it was a couple yeah. of times I only got two shells in the gun. That's all I had time for. You're trying <laughs> to get three, that, three shells and back. And that's the, gun, the anxiety.
0: Yeah. You're panicked because you're in the blind trying to load as fast as you. A, you got to find the freaking shells because they're laying all in beside <laughs> you. Inside you the layup blind, time to rolling lay around, and you're trying <laughs> to what cram do you mean? them
1: in. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> they were right there. <laughs> they were not you in my shell
0: belt. Oh, they. I didn't have a change of coin. do
1: have a box or a shell bag beside you with the shells that ready?
0: I tell you what, I do it's a Velcro bag that goes on the inside of the Velcro of the, of the layout blind. And I guarantee you right now in the bag, in the trailer, it's probably got shells in it, but it is it attached? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's good. So oh. it and often I'm just grabbing shells and throwing them in that I'll, I'll pull the Velcro off and you just leave it. Cause it, you're, it's flurrying buddy. You are going to have your eyes open when you come and understand where I'm at. I hope it's, I hope it's that way. But when it's like that, it's just a fury. I mean, you're, you, you don't have time to think or breathe. You don't know what's going on. You're grabbing shells and just cramming them in, and and then you're you're so hurried that you're shaking and like it's infuriating because that shell that third one won't go in. Ah, screw it. I only got two in. Bang, bang, and then you're into loading again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah no, it's, it was it was absolutely phenomenal. We've had that a couple times. We we're like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, but four and a half we had fifteen down. I mean, it is it is unreal. We had a nine
1: minute two man duck limit once and i thought that was pretty
0: good that's good oh yeah, yeah. and you gotta be quick shooting because ducks aren't they're they're quick man
1: yeah that was in uh lake ontario where we were. We, we said the i got out a little bit late that morning because we went out the night before and i kind of slept in a little bit which was something i've done once or twice before my younger days that i'd sleep in a little bit and we'd uh it'd be a little rush getting to uh the spot but my, my thing was I was always ready the night before, so it didn't matter if I was rushed when the guys got there. <laughs> All my stuff was ready to go.
0: <laughs> Just saying. <shame. laughs> but- hold on, hold on. I, I, I can't find my tea bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just
1: hot water tea bags in the thermos from the night before you just got to push the button to boil the water
0: oh. it's fine <laughs> I, i'd be so, a, i'd be a cold tea drinker <laughs> yeah
1: but we uh yeah we, we had that uh nine minute, nine minute limit there and i we we got out to like ontario Lake. it's a duck hunt story, not a goose story but we uh, we got in the water and uh we had thrown all the decoys out kind of in a hurry because i was late and no no question we didn't go to the spot we wanted to go but we went to a spot where we knew we would probably have some luck it wasn't too far offshore but far enough where the birds are coming around the point and we just get the last decoy out and anchor anchor the boat position the boat right i already have my gun out of the case and my buddy slides his gun out drops three shells in and bang 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 three birds are down and i still don't have the gun out of the case because that I had the trigger lock on and I couldn't find the key
0: for the trigger lock right off the hop. It doesn't sound like you're a very organized person. I just throw this out there. <laughs> yeah. I don't use trigger locks while I'm driving to the spot just for that reason.
1: <laughs> I, I, I have combo trigger locks because now, because I can never remember where I put the key and that's my only downfall about this whole see, organization. Thing I, I, use,
0: see, and I use keyed trigger locks because they're all the same keys that are on dad's key ring.
1: No, as long as you got your dad with you, you got a trigger lock I've been out in layout boats And with a, with a, uh, a hunting knife Pushing the pins Oh yeah and I've been on, there on done that,
0: that with a screwdriver t- And knocking yeah, exactly. them out Ripping off that trigger <laughs> because lock Can I be done for, I
1: Forgot the key or whatever and you can get them off pretty quick. You yeah. Get three oh yeah. After, after Absolutely. While,
0: but, Absolutely. I, trust yeah. me. I can attest to that. I can attest <laughs> so, to that. So anyway, sorry, sorry your buddy fine, shot three. You still, still hadn't already. got your trigger lock I had, off.
1: Hadn't even got trigger lock off. I get uh, the get the trigger lock. He drops another three. Because he? He's phenomenal shot. It, it was a mixed bag of. Uh, blue bills, mallards. And I think we had a couple Buffalo heads in there too. That was going to be my my next
0: question. Diver ducks, mallards, what were they? So that's awesome.
1: Mixed mixed bag, mixed bag. It was one of those things that we were actually going to name his boat that at one point in time, mixed bag, because every time we went out, we would never shoot a a two man limit of this, like, you know, blue bills or whatever it it would be, whatever was flying, you know, you get the odd merganser. Which I don't know if anybody's ever shot one. Of those, but they're fish, fish duck.
0: I won, and oh, Dad yeah. told me yeah. not to. <laughs> and, yeah, and I did anyway. You're going to eat it. It was the first and last merganser I ever shot, and ate I'll tell you what.
1: Well, I, I tell you, there's two things you do with a merganser. There's the right way to cook it, which I found it, or you you take it and you, you boil it in a pot with a rock.
0: With a and rock yeah yeah they and then you eat the, the rock
1: and eat the rock <laughs> because they're they're terrible but we found a way that you, you wrap them with bacon and, <laughs>
0: and then you and and eat the bacon they, and throw and out the merganser
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they taste okay that way but, <laughs> so i i ended up i think i got uh three ge- or three ducks or ducks out of that trip because uh of how long it took me to actually get I expected I had a little bit more time. I was kind of a a little bit greener at the hunt than he he was. And and he had most of the ducks and we didn't pick up, you know, the the, the limit was had because it was just too fast. (laughs) You couldn't. And then, but we picked up, we, we had a cup of coffee. The ducks were still flying around. We picked up our decoys and we were home within half an hour. It was, it was great. See, that's awesome. So... But yeah, it makes me fired up. Makes me want to go.
0: Absolutely. Now we got to go out and get scouting. we got to find these geese. Be ready. Yeah. That's good. Good chat for tonight. Yep. Right on, Bill. Appreciate the stories. Dad. Yeah. Yep. That was fun talking (laughs) to you.
1: Yeah, you too. We'll see you in a couple days.
0: Sure will. Peanut butter
1: and jam sandwiches. Yep. You got it. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. (laughs) And
2: I did find some of that, uh, goose uh, pepperoni and some of that goose sausage in the freezer. So I've got nice. that ready to go.
0: I'll have some of that, but I will make sure that uh, we'll see what Lambton County Walmart deli has in stock. All <laughs> 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 oh, right. On.
1: And that'll do it for this week, folks. For the Redneck Country podcast, I'm Bill, the Almost Guy, Tom.
0: And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at the dot com. Again, that's podcast at the dot com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week.